The NFL season may be over, but it's time for some postseason fantasy football. We're going to be talking about the marquee players and some of the intriguing matchups, like the rematch of the Miracle in uh, Minneapolis. We've also got some boring ones like the Texans-Bills. But right now, we are counting down the top 20 tight ends from the fantasy football season. Let's run up the score. You're listening to Run Up the Score, a fantasy football podcast. Hello, 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 everybody. Welcome to Run Up the Score. This is Donald here with Scott and Tom. Hey, everybody. So, Did you say that the NFL is still going on? It is. Did you know that, Tom? Not for me. It's not. Yeah, no. I didn't. I didn't even know that. Who do you guys think is going to win the Super Bowl? Doesn't I thought it matter. was just over there after you go, week. Tom. <laughs> I thought it was over after week 16, and everyone just went home. And nope. They had a regular Practice season week Kowski's. last week, Scott. Did wow. you know that? Uh, not everybody. Not everybody. No. Yeah, no, not no, Lamar Jackson. Uh, he took his he took his rest, his much deserved rest. Didn't need to. On the seventeenth week, he rested. <laughs> <laughs> You've always said he was a god, and here we are. Yeah, uh, we'll be uh, we'll be talking about Lamar Jackson's season in a future episode. But for the year end episodes, we decided we're going to do things a little differently. How we're, much Lamar time are we going to need? Like twenty minutes? Uh, I mean, <laughs> I, either that or 20 seconds. The problem is, is we talked about him for so long. I have I a negative thing already. to say. We'll have a, wow. believe it or not. We'll prepared. have some discussions. I think uh, some interesting talking points because I, I definitely have a question that I'm going to pose to the two of you when we get to um, Lamar Jackson and maybe even his tight end, Mark Andrews, who spoiler alert, made the top 20 tight ends this season. 20 um, should be in yeah. the top five. I'm sure trying to, to be spoiler puzzled. alert. Yeah. Spoiler alert. He was yeah. Tom. Um, but good guess, but yeah, I mean, this is, you know, this is an interesting time for us to take a look at the surprises of the season. Maybe the guys who overperformed the guys who underperformed the guys who came out of nowhere guys who came on like hurricanes at the end of the season. Like this is where we need to take a look and, and try to not forget stuff. I mean, we did the for don't forget episode and this will kind of be interspersed in here about like, you know, for example, well, You'll get it. Yeah, You'll it's get impossible it not to get talk, into it. It's impossible not to talk about. I was literally about to start talking course. about a running back, and I was just like, that, that episode won't air for like I three weeks. <laughs> I would have cut you off. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah. So this is how we're going to take care of it. We're going to start with uh, tight end twenty, go up to number one, and then at the end of the episode, we'll give you some of our takes about what we see for daily fantasy lineups regarding uh, the wild card games, which is always a fun time. Those uh, those playoff fan duels and just pick Derek. It's always Marcus Mariota playing. Yeah, just pick. But this year he has to sit on his yeah. little hiney. Even though caught the a touchdown last year, right? I know, to Was himself. That last year, either t- last yeah. or two. Yeah, something yeah. Like that. Whenever they beat the Chiefs, which might have been last year. No, it's two because Alex Smith, I think, was starting in that yep. game. Yeah, we missed yeah. that game because we were seeing Mahomes the wouldn't lose to the Titans. <laughs> yeah. I was a drill, but I saw the game. There you go. All righty, gentlemen. Tight end number twenty. We considered parsing this down and not doing 20 tight ends, but then we saw the guy at number 20, and we were like, how can we not talk about our guy, Tyler Eifert? Tyler Eifert. His First time line, of his career that he played in all 16 games. Unbelievable that he even made it. Uh, 43 catches on 63 targets for 436 yards and three touchdowns. I don't know this off the top of my head, but it seems like his yards per reception was at an all-time high because it seems like he only catches touchdowns in the red zone. Which it's is around 10 yards per catch. Right. So, I mean, a pretty good year. We definitely had him on our streaming radar, and he hit uh, two double-digit fantasy performances the entire year. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, scores player. in week 16, scores in week two. So, uh, both Andy Dalton weeks, and things will change next year. Yes. Yeah, so, we'll see. Um, nothing huge to speculate on for Tyler no. Eifert. No. But... He did fail us, actually. Up. No, he failed us when we called him. The Arizona yeah. bus. Yeah, yeah. we yeah. called right. upon him, and, and he choked for us. He well, hit big against the Dolphins, though. Sure, but he dropped the ball like he was supposed to hit. It was Walking an easy touchdown. catch. Yep, I remember yep. that. Yep. One of those ones that you know we say we'll give him four on the end of the year. So maybe he's tight end 19. <laughs> <laughs> he definitely uh, he is. Would, that touchdown would propel him to tight end... 15. <laughs> 16. That is so if that t- if he catches and that, that is the whole point. Tyler Eifert, 85.1 half PPR fantasy points. We're doing half PPR for all of these. Um, obviously, for quarterbacks, that won't matter, but now you know. Number 19, a guy that I'm sneakily very interested in in the late rounds of drafts, depending on his week one matchup, uh, Johnny Smith. Delaney we Walker. We love this guy. I yeah. think this was his third straight year on the Titans that Delaney Walker ended the season on IR. 
They got to move on from him. It's Johnny Smith time. Yeah. And their offense looks a lot better with Ryan Tannehill. It looks like they're going to commit to Ryan Tannehill. You've got a budding superstar wide receiver in A.J. Brown. You've got a superstar running back confirmed after this season in Derrick Henry. Johnny Smith could see a lot of open space in this Titans offense, which is more willing to throw the ball and do those trick plays that Johnny Smith somehow finds himself involved in all the time. And so He's a shifty guy yeah. for someone who's that big. And once he gets rolling, he is tough to bring down. Right. So. He hits those interesting plays, like you said. He gets targets, yep. and he scores touchdowns. So. All of his touchdowns came in Tannehill games. Nice. Um, yards per carry, pretty good. Almost like a Mark Andrews last year. Yards per catch, I should say. Almost like a Mark Andrews yards last year. Yards per carry because... is astronomical. <laughs> Why? Did he have Four one Four for rush? 78. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> he had a, yeah. like a 60-yard run yeah, and then yeah. a 50-yard touchdown in the same game. Week 15, uh, one-yard run for 57 yards. Yep. So his yards per carry are staggering as well. Yep. But he, he hits these big plays, yep. and that's what you saw with Mark Andrews at the end of last year. It's what you saw with Johnny Smith here. And, you know, we've already spoiler-alerted Mark Andrews to the top five, so who knows what the ceiling is for Johnny. That's a good point. Yep. And I like the comparison because they're not your typical tight end. These guys are, like, athletically gifted more so yep. than they are blockers. And, you just uh, watch them run, and you're like, okay, this guy's really good. Yeah, like, holy crap. Who yeah, there's other them? blockers. We've been saying this for, since the show started. We're like, yeah. John Smith's good. Yeah, yeah, I know. He's been on Dynasty teams of mine and dropped and recovered added, and dropped. dropped. Yeah, but, you um, might want to go get him again. Well, he's not available anymore, Todd. Let's be yeah. honest. It's over. The secret's out on John U. Hopefully the secret holds for yes. redraft and we can get him pretty late. Yeah, I think we will. All righty. Evan Engram. Legend. Uh, played eight <laughs> games, 44 catches, so roughly five catches a game. He had three touchdowns, all three of them in separate games. So he was, you know, p- performing very consistently when he was healthy. Uh, Half he was a year, a, he put up a Tyler Eifert season. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. He outscored Tyler he having by a, two points. He was having a great year. This guy was pacing to an eighty catch, almost thousand yeah. yard season. Tight end, I think three before he got hurt. And you know, this well, is his a guy week one made him insane. like a top ten tight end. Right. He had eleven catches and a touchdown. Yeah, against for, Dallas, uh, right. How many yards? 116 yards. And my fear early was like, okay, maybe it was just Eli that he went off with. But he had some good games with yeah. Daniel Jones, too. Uh, he caught a 75-yard touchdown from Daniel Jones in that crazy Bucks game. So that's a guy that you don't forget about, Evan Ingram. He's going to slip in the do, tight man. end ADP I hope do. hierarchy just because there were a lot of guys that – weren't being drafted that rose up to the top of the position. And we'll get to those guys later right on that. He could, so slip. I could, if Evan Ingram slips, he immediately becomes a guy I'm going to be targeting in the 10th round. Who would you guys pick? He's next not year? going to the 10th. You don't but think so? Evan no. Ingram or Hunter Henry next year. That's tough. Who's, quarter, Neither, who's I won't quarterback pick in the chargers? Uh, Phil. Can't say. Phil then Henry. Phil for life. I like Henry. I love Henry, but I, I don't know. But if it's not Phil, like can't if say it, they'll both be too expensive yeah. for me. Yeah. If no, it's like Tyrod Taylor though, for, for the for the Chargers, I think I might go with uh, Evan Ingram because Daniel Jones likes him and he's coming back next year. Next so. guy on the list, though, Tom, he's always there for us. He'll always be there for us. Jack Doyle, the Doyle, yes, just inked a nice contract with the Colts too. Yep, uh, Eric Mo Ali Cox also extended, but, but but Eric Ebron in a contract year this year, so mm. uh, he's going goodbye. And uh, you know, you could see Jack Doyle stepping into a ton of targets, yeah. and you know, that same workload that he was getting at the end of this year that was pretty reliable, pretty right. good. I'm all about Jack Doyle. Always have been, always will be. He's that, you know, 10-plus round value that, yeah. could, that could have that good upside. Yep. Yeah, from the 72 week- targets. So uh, Jack Doyle has the most targets out of anyone we'll mention. And actually, he has more targets than anyone in the top 14 tight ends. From his bye week on, he had more than four targets every single game. Um, one with six, one with 11, and a couple smattered in between. Right. So he had a really good end of the year, and his yards per catch are not too wimpy either. No. Um, not as big a play guy, but just a offense that likes to pass. The, o- the other thing, though, is who is quarterbacking the Colts next year? Probably Jacoby. Jacoby's signed through next year. Uh, there's some outs for the Colts, but I think it's pretty obvious the Colts yeah. need to draft a young quarterback, let Jacoby play a year. And then bring and somebody in. Mosey on out. It makes a lot of sense to yeah. do that. I think Jacoby's a pros pro. There's a big, there's a good chunk of quarterbacks who I think will be taken. Um, so you can imagine the Colts being one of those those teams I, on I the roulette the, wheel for who could end up where. Like a like, it would be cool to me if the Colts got Tua and let him sit the whole year and let Jacoby Brissett play. Mm-hmm. I think Tua go, Tua unless the, the Colts year. trade up. I don't think they're getting Tua. You think they'll go? Tua I think early? I think he's going to still be a top ten pick, and I think the Colts are they're probably in that area, but I just don't know. I think they're a little out. Yeah. 
Well, one team. Most people don't say Tua is going top ten though anymore. Yeah, he's. Slip, no? I think he's slipping a little bit. I, I wouldn't be surprised. I, I now that I said that, I, I really like that. Yeah, I like it too. Um, the next guy, the Broncos tight end Noah Fant. Scott, you were on this guy from the get go. We talked about Flacco, who loves his tight ends. We talked about the incoming Drew Locke, who yeah. peppers his you know young quarterbacks and young tight ends go together like peanut butter and jelly Brandon these Allen, days. The Jeezy fan, Drew Locke. Oh my Ooh. god. What a video. That's yeah. so cool. What a video. And that's how you get drafted. That's how you become a Rutz boy. Oh, you, drop, he's a, you, you drop some content like that. I got to trade for him in Dynasty now, basically. Yes. He's yes. like, I, he's a must own. Yeah, I yeah. agree with you. Well, the other thing, too, if is. If he doesn't walk out to put on for the rest I of his life. I want them life, to, like. That's their team anthem. Next I want year, them to be on a Super Bowl run right now. Yeah. yeah like no uh, like the Meek Mill Eagles like <laughs> yeah. combination. Yeah. And then that song just becomes the song of we gotta get him. A, we got to get Young Jock a Broncos jersey. It's Jeezy. Yeah. Oh, it's Jeezy. Jeezy, yeah. Jeezy, not Jock. My Jeezy. bad. And who doesn't go by Young Jeezy anymore either? I saw that. Which congratulations! Like he's old now. So he's, he's, I get it. He's just he's Jeezy. moved on. Yeah, that's cool. Age accurate name. Uh, no offense. Very cool. Yeah. Uh, I'm incredibly excited for him. Five hundred sixty-two yards on forty catches. Where's he finish? He finished sixteen, and had some weeks 16. where he was absolutely blowing dude up. remember how many weeks at the beginning of the year we're like this guy just needs to catch he's the so ball. close like, yeah he's so close he was so close and you know if he gets that you know in that second year and tom always was quick to bring up he's a rookie tight end you know this yeah these guys take time no matter what it doesn't matter if he's an athletic freak or whatever it's gonna right. take him time year two hop on the bandwagon yep. hop on it yeah. early to me this His, is uh, where i kind of thought that him and also, Hawkinson would wind up. Yep, right. It's crazy that Hawkinson, after his week one, doesn't even like sniff this. No, we have. Yeah, we haven't talked I about mean, him. Let for me months. find him. Well, he, I mean, he was hurt too. Yeah, he, Hawkinson he was. With Hawkinson was thirty-one. Yeah, but I mean, that week one should float you so far. Well, didn't he score twice ends. in week one? A hundred yards at least. I think one touchdown, but it was like a buck thirty-five. Yeah. He, he had three hundred sixty-seven yards, so he had two hundred thirty <laughs> yards and a touchdown. He did a quarter of, of Eifert's season yeah, in that game. Yeah. One game. Um. Noah Fant too. His catch numbers. He caught the same amount of passes as Rob Gronkowski, and I know, but like Gronk's the goat tight end, so we're obviously going to compare all these promising young guys to him. Noah Fant actually had more yards than Rob Gronkowski in his rookie year. His big now Gronk had potential. ten touchdowns, and Noah Fant had three. Yeah. So let's well, not. I'm not going to go crazy. Gronk with this. played on play with Prime Brady, right. and Noah Fant has Joe Flacco at the tail end of his he had career. A revolving and door. Drew Lock and Drew Lock putting on for the city. Yeah. Put on. <laughs> oh, so good. <laughs> We move on to maybe one of the I more... I just picture Drew Locke at the 8th grade dance, just going... Inside wild. fish sticks, outside tartar sauce. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Kanye remixed it. Or was Kanye on the original? Um, That's the version that I respect. Yeah. yeah. Kanye <laughs> closing too. it out. Yep. Oh, yeah. Good. Yep. Uh, we'll move on to number 15. Maybe the most unexpected guy to show up on this list, Darren Fells. This is propelled by the fact that he caught seven touchdowns from Deshaun Watson. Which made him startable. Yeah. For 34 catches. 34 seven catches. Seven touch touchdowns. Yep. One out of every five of his catches was a touchdown. It's unbelievable. It's actually slightly better odds than he that. He only got 48 targets. Yeah. He caught seven touchdowns yeah. out of 48 targets. He, he and has a Aikens way of getting guy open. was catching touchdowns, too. Yep. Um, and he had two two touchdown games, which make him probably a top five option on the week. So he has that sort of potential. At the yeah. beginning of the year, they happened too, like more often. So you were like, you know, he might be a thing. Like I remember picking. I him. remember saying, like, are we going to do this with Darren Fells? I held him through a bye week. One touchdown you know? after his week ten bye. That's yeah. it. Okay. Yeah, exactly. So he, he started out kind of hot. I but. believe that's also when Will Fuller was temporarily back in the Texans lineup too. Yeah, there was a point where they needed some help. Uh, so There's that no doubt offense was it. obviously more explosive with Fuller. And we can always Fels. say that's when Kenny Stills got adjusted as well. True. Yeah, true. Yeah. Uh, number 14, Kyle Rudolph, 39 catches, 30, 367 How? yards, six <laughs> touchdowns. Six touchdowns, yep. all in like a four-week span. Yep. He outscored uh, He outscored Fells by 1.1. Yeah, you can have both of them. But he didn't year. have that 30-point game where he got a third of his points in Week 17 this year. It was sprinkled throughout the year. I mean, he, he didn't even play Week 17. On, oh, he did. Yeah. He played – how many snaps do you think he played? Six. Did Actually, they? it's snap percentage. Two percent. <laughs> okay. Um <laughs> Did uh, did they extend they like, him in the offseason? Almost good enough to you're you're a, you're worth a milk's worth of snaps. <laughs> White milk. Um, they gave him an extension, but I'm not sure how long it. Because uh, Irv Smith to. had a pretty promising rookie year in that offense, and 
Like yeah, Irv Smith was kind of very paid, serviceable though. when Thielen was hurt. I feel like they extended Rudolph a little bit. But yeah, they did last year, but yeah. I don't know I think how these contracts are, man. Yeah. There's always outs. There's, There's always, always outs for these guys. Right. Are you excited about Kyle Rudolph next year? N- never. Absolutely not. I haven't okay. been excited That's about Kyle point. Rudolph yeah. in years. <laughs> so yeah. yeah, you can have him. Yep. Uh, is this it for Greg Olson, guys? He comes in at number thirteen this year. Fifty-two catches, five hundred ninety-seven yeah, yards, just two touchdowns. I think he's a he's a Ron Rivera holdover, you know. Yeah, like, I think like, that shot he took to the head oh, is like you time, gotta dude. stop now. It's yeah. time, dude. It, it leave is, leave with your with your brain intact. In his yeah. final post game press conference of the season, he said to reporters, "Sometimes you got to know when the writing's on the wall." Yeah, yeah. I mean, how many sound like a guy who how wants many to come back? Does he have to battle? You know, the beginning of his yeah. career, he was a gladiator, but now that's caught up to ankle him. wrist. Unless he scored in like the last three weeks, which I don't believe he did. Um, he only had two touchdowns done. He only had two. Yep. So he had two touchdowns, and guess who they were against? I don't even have to check my notes. Probably Tampa Bay, Arizona Cardinals. He yeah. hit like a lightning right. rod yep. versus that team. That's yeah. right. And, uh, and that, they have Ian Thomas, just like everyone else. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and that was it. Yeah. Ian so, Thomas been great in in his absence yeah. as well. Too. Well, the good so thing about with you. Olsen on. finishing this high, at least, like I mean, he's going to retire, we think. But right. this goes to show the kind of tight end he was, where yep. he actually survived you on receptions yards so in ppr he was actually useful right only two touchdowns shouldn't float you this high 52 catches and 600 yards exactly so. yeah number 12 speaking of old guys who maybe should have hung it up but at least uh at least we know this guy won't be back in the monday night football booth but uh, it's jason witten oh jason witten no matter what come hell or high water if he plays he's a te1 yep and here he is at number 12 no matter what 63 catches 529 yards doesn't leave the field. Jason Garrett won't take him out. Nope. <laughs> so even if they've got Blake Jarwin, who had a great, who looked great this year, every Blake week, Jarwin. I loves Blake Jarwin. So do you? I do. Sixty-three catches, four four touchdowns, uh, a two-pointer for uh, Whitney. He got eighty-three targets. Just goes to show you how desperate the yeah. Cowboys were and how, how was, much they got. It was behind. almost like Witten kind of slotted into that Cole Beasley role. Scott, in full point PPR, you are a thousand percent right. He has never been below tight end twelve. When Witten plays, he's a TE one. That, that's uh, a that's a stone cold fact. In standard, Nuts. he accidentally slipped to tight end fourteen in two thousand sixteen, <laughs> but Idiot. he had legit more points that year than some other years. It's a good tight end year. Yeah, just a good tight end year. Probably a big Gronk, you know, right. Jimmy yeah. Graham, yeah. yeah. Saints, couple guys to push him down yep. a little bit. Yeah, exactly. They started introducing tight ends that just didn't actually play tight end. <laughs> right? Maybe maybe <laughs> tight, like, maybe, that the, maybe that was maybe that was you yeah, see right? this? Have you heard about this? <laughs> Uh, Wait, but like, what the hell's going on? Out every here? year of his career has played 16 games. Mm-hmm. I mean, best abilities, availability. That's yep. why he's a T1 every year. The least amount of targets he ever had was this year, 83, which is still really good. I yes. mean, uh, I think the Cowboys would be foolish not to take him back. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. The dude has been a pros pro for every. You want to talk about a pros pro? That's the definition of it. Him and Larry Fitz. And he's still doing work out there. Yeah. His stats are good. really not very different than when he was an elite option. Yeah, that's what I mean. He was tight end one in 2010. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, he caught a lot of touchdowns that year. Probably. How many top five seasons does he have? Uh, in standard, he was a wrecking ball when okay. he came into the league. <laughs> <laughs> he had four in a row from 2010 to 2013. Wow. Okay. And in PPR, he years, had right? five in a row from his rookie year wow. from 2009 to 2013. That's and he hasn't slipped out of the top 12, except that one time he had a little accident. And one in year he went up in the booth. <laughs> yeah. He was tight end zero that year. We'll call that a little accident, too. <laughs> he knew. He knew we needed yeah. him as a back end TE1. Number Pretty 11. crazy. I actually, you got to rank him next year if he yeah. stays. <laughs> yes. Yeah. He deserves way more respect. I did not respect. know it was this. He like, deserves way more respect rock than we solid. This, this year of tight ends <laughs> has also been horrible. I don't know. But we have some good I don't ones know. that we're going to get to. Every every name that we're about to say, I'm kind of like, yeah, okay. I like him. He had Number 110 11. catches in 2012. I can't get over Jason Witten in the early Dude, I tens. know. He was yeah. dominant. Zach Ertz just broke that record last year. He was a fantasy force, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I remember that. He yep. just talked about Zach Ertz and how much he loved him the whole game. Yep. <laughs> I hated that. So weird. Number 11. One of the, th- This one, another one, an unexpected name. I... Thought he maybe could have gotten the top 20. I didn't expect to see him this high. Mike Jasicki. A lot of his fantasy points came on at the end of the year with Ryan Fitzpatrick just kind of figuring out that Dolphins offense. They get the upset of the Patriots in Week 17, which I know we don't do a Week 17 recap, but just wanted to mention that that was 
fucking awesome. I mean, come on. That's um, a, we're in our glory when, when we get that yeah. classic Ryan Fitzpatrick yeah. game. Five touchdowns in his last six games. Um, all, all of his touchdowns came in, in the last, last six, six games. games. He could have been. He could be up for desperation stream of the year. Yeah, he's definitely up. Well, there. two touchdowns in the ship. You know. Yeah, yeah. That will get you there. He had a great. He had a great finish to the year. Uh, promise going forward that it's so weird that like you're ex- you're kind of excited for that. You know, because you guys know I have right. two early picks in our dynasty draft. Like I'm excited for the running back to go to Miami, <laughs> and I think that like they're really headed in the right direction with Parker and you know. If they bring Fitzpatrick back, I think you got to be in on Gesicki. Fired offensive coordinator, though, so... But they brought in Chan Gailey, who gave Ryan Fitzpatrick his two best full seasons as a pro. That's good. With the Bills and then with the Jets when they, when he had Brandon Marshall and Eric Decker. I'm just saying hard to expect everything stays... Yeah, agreed. The Things will change, quo. but if Fitz is out there, uh, yeah. I like Miami's yeah. offense. <laughs> At the very it's least, crazy. we can say, you know, as of January 1st, 2020, Happy New Year, everybody. Did you just have to check the date for that? No. Okay. I just was seeing if there was – I had a notification on my phone for some reason. Um, but, like, as of right now, Mike Jasicki, like, definitely on the radar for a back-end guy to draft because – Absolutely. You know, he's – Kind of sneaky. Played really well down the stretch. And the people who gave up on fantasy football but when they didn't make the playoffs don't even know. I have no who idea. Probably don't he is. know how well he played. He's no, they don't really, even know who he is. Yeah, Don. he's really comparable to the next guy, number ten, Dallas Goddard. Oh. Like I, I, I kind of think of these two in the same light because they're both bigger guys. They're both athletic guys who can came split from the same off draft the line. Uh, definitely around the same draft, if yeah, not the same so. draft. I think I you think, might be right about yeah, that. Yeah, I think actually. they've both been in the league three years now. Dallas Goddard finishes this year five points ahead of Mike Kosicki. Uh Pretty awesome. And another guy, too. Another guy who finished really, really strong yep. that people probably didn't really notice that much. This could be an Evan Engram scenario, though, where there was literally no one left. By the time Dallas Goddard started performing you know, at tight end one level week in and week out, it even took Zach Ertz fracturing a rib and missing a cup missing the last two games of the year offseason gonna that. be big yeah for god yeah. what they do, do at they, receiver yeah i mean because they, they basically have to move on from that wide receiver core they can't trust what anybody receiver receiver healthy. Core. exactly <laughs> right. from from past experience and from playing week. fantasy football you can be like oh my god you know there's no way they could be two good tight ends in the same team but the fact is that that's actually has happened yeah so Absolutely. just because Ertz is there doesn't make goddard a bad option which actually will probably yeah. make him uh, sneaky affordable yeah. in drafts. That's what I'm Are, thinking. Like yeah. he'll take the attention away, but I think Goddard has played himself into a role oh, yeah. that is different from or than just some Ertz filling yeah. and getting those Ertz snaps that he's off the field. I think he has a unique role in this offense. So going forward with a tight end in an offense that's at least decent that he's going to see five targets in. Right. Sign me up. I worry about him becoming a, t- a let's call it a Trey Burton type where he shows a lot of promise on the Eagles as their second tight end behind Ertz, goes to a new team where it's just him and does nothing. But who knows? The Eagles, like you said, they may end up feeling like they need to keep him because I think they do. They have yeah. no receivers. Trey Burton got hurt, right? He got hurt and he was Trey bad. Burton's hurting for a reception over there, Tom. Yeah. He had like <laughs> 10 catches this year. I'm back in on Trey yeah. Burton next year if he's healthy. Of course, he'll be free. Of course. <laughs> and he's, Who do they get week one? They make the schedule yet? I, I'm actually <laughs> Who plays Arizona that, week one I'm next actually year? liking the idea of Trey Burton next year. That's what I care Already? about more. Yeah. All right. I don't care about the playoffs. I care about week who Arizona one. plays week one so I can draft yeah. the tight end. Um, Burton will be the 300th person in the draft lobby. Yeah. That's generous of you. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. <laughs> Might not even be in the league. If they don't replace him, though, think about like the amount of targets Anthony Miller got. Don knocked the golf yeah. ball over. Uh, it wasn't me. Somebody did. It's all right. We'll I'll blame, blame Don. Don. Uh, Anthony Miller getting insane targets. Yeah. Alan Robinson yeah. getting insane targets. They're there for him. I know. I know. I'm excited. I don't know, man. <laughs> Number nine. Always difficult to not get yourself excited for Hunter Henry going into a season. He's never played a full season. but Someday. He was tight end one when he came back. And I, um, unless the surge from Travis Kelsey towards the end of this season. It definitely usurped him by a he, certain point. But he had a great stretch. He yeah, was yeah. Uh, available in your league. So if you rode that ro- wave, you don't regret it. He doesn't no. uh, cash in for you in the playoffs, really. Week six, though, amazing blind trust moment. It's 
it's I didn't Monday even play night. Him. It's Monday night. I, I doubt anyone did, but if they did, it's Monday night. He He's was like coming. a coin flip to play that week. I had too. him on coming six off teams. An injury, coin flip to play. He goes eight catches, hundred yards, two touchdowns. If you had no choice but to put him in, I guarantee there are many Hunter Henry fans out yeah, there. No kidding. For that exact reason, yeah. and uh, you know, if if Phil's going to be in the offense, I think that he stands a really good chance. Phil's always loved the tight end, but you know, where I'm a little scared, as you guys know, and as you know, you guys can can see on Twitter and stuff. It's not looking too great for my boy Phil. No. I think uh unfortunately he might have to move on or move out. Uh XFL's got some teams, so maybe Wow, it's like that, you think? Easy. I don't know, man. He's too <laughs> like so if you were a team, would you take on Phil right now? Like at the XFL money you'd have to pay him? Oh NFL? Is, NFL. No. That's what I mean. It's curtains or it's San Diego for him. Yeah. 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 Sad. San Diego XFL? <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> well, I saw it met, I saw they're going to have a team at MetLife. Let's get Phil on the team at MetLife. Oh, you got one jersey sale right away. New York finally gets <laughs> Philip Rivers home <laughs> after all those years. That's a really funny point. After a fateful <laughs> draft night. Wait, I know the name. The Guardians. I knew it. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't have to bring it up. They should do a Guardians <laughs> of the Galaxy night, obviously, for that. Yeah, of yeah. course. I'm sure Chris Pratt will show up. No, um, Phil is Peter Quill. Phil's oh Peter, my God. Peter Phil. <laughs> Peter Phil is such a bad name. It's two first names. Can't trust anyone with two first no. names. You can trust Tyler Higby now, question mark. Probably. Higby's not a first name. Tight end eight. Good. 69 catches. Nice. nice. 775 yards. Or sorry. 734 yards. 69. Three touchdowns. Pretty damn good. So 700 yards for a tight end. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, He he finishes the year with 400-yard games for fantasy playoff reasons. The week 17, we don't care about, which I don't think he did either. Well, he he should have because he could have become the first tight end to get 500-yard games in a row, and he he missed it by, I think, like 14 yards. Yeah, so he has another great – he scores in that game as well too. So uh, I I picked up Higby in our Dynasty League, and I am so excited to actually be able to hold him. Like I'm going to have a – I feel like I have a tight end for the future – the Rams would be absolutely yeah. foolish to not feature this guy next year. Yeah. He he proved his weight in gold. Yeah. Yeah, he even like they were running sets that didn't include the the usual three wide receivers. Yeah, I which think was they crazy. Need to we're gonna talk about that receivers. That up. Yeah. Yeah, they we'll learned the hard way that. this year. They're, yeah, you know, they're gonna have to change and, and oh, go yeah. game plan based as opposed right. to just running the same lineup every week and saying, Come stop yeah. us. Bob Woods and Cooper Cup, by the way, still both top ten in the NFL in catches. So I look, it's looking like Cooks is the odd and, man out of that and offense. And 69 now. catches for Higby. Well, nice. they paid yeah. Brandon Cooks. So. That's true. We'll see. That's true. And Goff and Gurley. So I wonder, which of those contracts do they regret the most currently? Goff. It's got to be Goff, right? He's the highest Maybe Gurley, though. It depends what they know that we don't. Yeah. Yeah. True. Uh, but, but he's a secret old man like that guy from Big Mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Devon? Yes. Yeah, Devon. Number seven, Jared Cook. Just the stat line on this is amazing. 43 catches for 705 yards and nine touchdowns. Wow. He was 21 points clear of Higby, who was in eighth place. Nice I mean, year for Jared. That is I very feel like Mark Andrews-esque, like, too. Yeah. Because he scored a lot of his touchdowns late. And he yeah. was out. Uh, Cook check. did not play every game. He played only 14 games. So he plays all 14. He could have ended up as tight end six. Could have. Yeah, possibly. Because um, he, he finished eight points behind sure. Austin Hooper. Okay, wow. After his bye in week nine. Hooper missed time, too. Yeah. He had, please hold. Holding. After week nine, he threw down a bunch of touchdowns. Yeah, yeah. so in eight weeks, he had, I'm doing some good math, yeah, seven touchdowns in total. Wow. Because so he had a couple multiple. touchdowns multiple. After, after week nine. And when did Drew yeah. Brees come back? That's what I'll have week to look eight. at right now. Wow. Yeah. Drew Brees came back week eight? Yeah. Wow. Okay, so he had... Found, yeah, okay. That's Jared a pretty Cook's established a, connection. Jerry Cook's a potential huge value next yeah. year. What's his? What was his deal for them, though? Did he sign a one-year deal? Uh, you got to think with numbers like that, you bring him back. Uh, you should. Yeah. But, I mean, as long they got to pay Kamara at some point here, too. No yeah, games over 100 yards is maybe a knock. It's a touchdown play. He's, He's a, a touchdown guy. For sure. But he cashed more often than not down the stretch, which is huge. His numbers with Breeze are going to be what we're talking yeah. about next year when we're bringing up tight end rankings Don't and forget. why he's in the top. Yeah, yep. why he's going to oh, top five to ten. But he is lightning in a bottle. Absolutely, yeah. and he two was targets, great for the two catches, sixty four yards, and two touchdowns. Eric like that's Ebron. 
That's the kind of well. Yeah, he only had forty three catches on the year. Eric I know, but he dude, scored on one out of. Tell every me these five don't catches. scare the crap out of you. No, they do. That's what two I'm saying. Two targets, two catches, forty four yards, and a touchdown. And they were both two in the targets, first two catches, thirty three yards, and a touchdown. What position are we doing again? Tight end. I know, but it's <laughs> like just because he did well, them all. The fact that you said touchdown is just beautiful. Right. Well, I'm okay. How about these ones? Then? Oh, I've, I know. I know yeah. the ugly ones. All right. I won't say it. Right. I won't sully his good name. Well, we'll move on then. Two targets, one reception, seven yards. <laughs> no touchdowns. That's what Teddy Bridgewater, though. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. We need some Breeze filter. Week three. Was Breeze available? Breeze was hurt. Yeah. That was that yeah. was the first game Breeze missed. See? Breeze got hurt week two. Suck it. <laughs> Number six, Austin Hooper. I'm checking. Um, he was a top. Go yeah, off, Don. He was a top 12 threat. And I think it was like week two. I was like, hey, guys, like. Austin Hooper leads all tight ends and catches after two weeks. What do we think? I was shocked. You're like, who cares? And I was like, I think I'm going to try to just trust (laughs) him. And he ends up, he was tight end one, got hurt and missed three games. He ends up tight end six, 75 catches, 787 yards, six touchdowns. Yeah, a cool way to parse him out would be like, uh, after the injury, wash it. Doesn't yeah. matter because he doesn't right. score after that. He, right. So then yeah. you could really build the case that you know he's a machine because in yeah. as many yeah. as ten weeks he had six touchdowns and a you know as many catches as anybody. I yeah. mean he's green yeah. all over the all over this. And thing. he had thirty two more targets than Jared Cook in one fewer game. Yeah, I mean so. We this already went over the Jared the Cook offense. doesn't have a lot of targets. Yeah. Right. Well, he had, but Austin <laughs> Hooper at ninety-seven, point, right? Like he was targeted like an elite tight end this year. He yeah. absolutely was. He's a game script king. Anyone right. Anyone in that Falcons offense was this year. Right. Um, they're they're going to go through a bunch of coaching changes, I think. But I don't see the Hooper Ryan connection really losing much steam. No. Uh, a lot of red zone. This t- is a guy. Too. This is a guy we don't get next year because he goes within the top five yep. tight ends, and he goes probably within the first eight rounds. And honestly, well, he probably deserves to. I a lot don't know of catches. That Hooper goes in top five because we're going to get to the top five right now, and I would say every single one of these five guys are locked no, to be there. No, the top five is a stone cold lock. So yeah. a lot of catches, two games over 100 yards though for Hooper. So yeah. you got that for you. PPR guy, much better there. Yep. Yeah. Austin Hooper was fourteen. Sorry, 17 points behind the number five tight end and the second Philadelphia Eagle, Zach Ertz. 135 targets turned into 88 catches, 916 yards, and six touchdowns. I feel like we went into this season basically trying to force our listeners to acknowledge that there was no way Ertz was going to get to his catch total from from last year, which broke Jason Witten's record. Uh, Ertz battled through a few different injuries. He also was the key focal point for opposing defenses with no Alshon Jeffrey, no Deshaun Jackson. He embodied the tight end experience this year with (laughs) sky-high highs and absolute turds. I think he'll slip a little because of the people who like to draft tight ends were burned by him. Right. And the people who like to draft tight ends will get more enticed by these other options that we're about to get into. I think I'm with you on that, Tom. Maybe Goddard works in the other favor for Ertz as well, and maybe... Maybe Ertz starts to become a value. Where do you think Ertz becomes a value? Is it like that fourth, fifth round? Do you yeah. start to think about it? I would him go there? sixth. I think I would take I would take him in the sixth, but I think he could even yeah. prove to be valuable in the fourth or the fifth. I think yeah. so. You know Especially what I mean? Depending but on who PPR, what receivers are left. In like Full the sixth PPR, round, I'm not an idiot. I'd probably wind up yeah. taking him. Right? I mean, target wise, absolutely elite target share. Second and tight ends and targets. Yeah. yeah it's it's awesome. And he missed a game and the guy who beat him. Beat him by one target. You go back to the well with him, I think. Yeah. But uh, you know, I, like his value but, won't change for me very much. So no. that will make me interested because I think that, like you said, that eighty his ADP is going to change. Yeah. Yeah. It, I mean, it almost has to. I'm surprised. He was a second yeah. round pick this year. How yeah. many points different were uh, Ertz and Hooper? Uh, Ertz was at one seventy one point six. Hooper one fifty four point two. Hooper played those games. He would have passed. He passes Ertz. him. Yeah. He Seventeen might. points in two games. Yeah. For and him? Ertz missed yeah. one too. Well, and left another early. How many? Did I don't it? know. Hooper missed three. Close. Hooper missed Hooper three. Hooper missed three. Yeah. Yeah. So and I think Ertz, it would have been close. Ertz, Ertz only missed seventeen. Also. Yeah. So he played all the weeks that we care about. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Uh, speaking of only played the weeks we cared about, Mark Andrews played fifteen games, ninety-eight targets, sixty-four catches, eight hundred fifty-two yards, ten touchdowns to lead the tight end position in Tuds. Scotty, this was your guy going into this year. Well, I, I and he mean, hit. I, I kind of stole him from Tom. Honestly, yeah, you know, we were we were all in on the Ravens. Uh, Tom really started it off, and of course, he starts off against Miami. He has a great week. 
So, you, you know, you hop on the waiver and, you know, these are the kind of guys that we love because yep. we don't pick tight end. So we hawk the waiver. We right play waiver the at the week. draft. Exactly. Basically. Exactly. So, you know, Mark Andrews goes out there and, you know, we were quick on the waiver to go pluck him. Yep. I guess started. Who, him. Guess what? He gets Arizona the next week and bangs out two touchdowns. And from there, it was just a awesome ride. One league, of course, I had the LeMandrew stack, which was amazing. Another uh, incredible ride. But this guy's awesome. This is your, this is the number one receiver in the offense. Yep. He gets short targets. He gets deep targets. He gets red zone targets. I don't know where he's going to go next year, but it doesn't feel like anywhere is a bad value. For yeah, him. I agree. I think it's in it's Gronk-like. Be, yeah, Gronk-like is right. Um, in a dominant offense. Too. His targets are way up from last year, and so are all of his statistics. I think they reward him by making him an even bigger part of the offense next year. It's obvious that Lamar Jackson loves him in the red zone. And There's only one fear, Hayden Hurst. Yeah, And is I it? don't even think Marquise Hollywood-Brown is a fear at all. No, I let's think get the, him in the offense. Exactly. Yeah. Let's, get him, the, let's keep him on the field. Games. The expansion of Marquise Hollywood-Brown's role will open up the middle of the field for yeah. Mark Andrews. He could be even better. Yep. Um, I love this guy. Yeah. There's no and, so you think and I think that, that they could make another move at wide receiver too. Well, yeah. And, and oh, yeah. Just they got that, the yeah. budget done. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Especially with Lamar on that on that on low that rookie, rookie deer. Deal. They don't have to even but think like, about. You think about that. You have to pull a safety in to commit to Lamar. Yeah. And then if Hollywood becomes that outside threat, you have to commit one to him. So right. What you're playing single coverage with Andrews going up the seam, which you saw what he did to that against the Browns right. and against every team this yeah. year. I mean, I'm not even kidding. I really think that. If this dude was labeled the wide receiver, you'd have to rank him as a top 20 option next year. He yeah. was like the number one wide receiver through. He was the number one pass catcher in fantasy yeah. for a couple weeks yeah. at least because I, I of those he, few touchdowns. He deserves right like ultimate high end Andrews Kittle level respect. I flexed him and Travis Kelsey in, in the Vampire, Vampire League right? yeah. to the championship right. basically. Yeah. Andrews finished .8 behind number three, Darren Waller. So Andrews plays all 16 games. He likely ends up tight end two. He was only five points behind George Kittle, who was two. Oh, yeah. Could have been, That's a Andrews lock. Andrews could have been tight end two if he played week 17. That's a lock. I love Darren so, Waller, man. But Darren Waller, his yardage is insane. 90 catches, 1,145 yards, just three touchdowns. But he was <laughs> so heavily involved man. once Tyrell Williams faded down the stretch of the season. He was the premier passing have, option in this game. They didn't game. have a receiver. No. So the whole game plan of the other team was stop Darren Waller. And they couldn't do it. And the dude still caught 90, 90 balls, 1,200 yards. And, yes, the three touchdowns is horribly low. But that's going to go up. Yep. Yeah, I, I you really would imagine think, that goes up on the amount of targets that he has. And I don't see those targets changing. He just no. inked a huge deal in the middle of this season yeah. as he was balling out. The, the receivers, I, I do think the Raiders will go receiver. But like we said... You know, getting that outside receiver is so beneficial to the tight end, and having a tight end that you right. know, this guy ain't a tight end. Let's be real; he's this like is a slot receiver, an eighth, ninth pick, eighth, Waller? ninth round. Yeah, you think he's gonna go that late? Yeah. No. If he is, dude, I am all over that. He's gonna all go behind if he, all if of these guys. If he's going in the eighth and ninth round, I'm gonna take him in the seventh. Okay, I think you he know? will be. Guys going think. behind Andrews? Yeah. Ertz? Yes. Hooper? Yes. Uh, Hunter Henry? Yes. You think he Hunter is, Henry's going to go before Darren Waller? Value. Yes. There's no way. Touchdown upside, you think? People Travis Kelsey, you didn't mention? Oh, right, right. I, we didn't even get to those Who's guys he? yet. <laughs> we didn't Kittle? Even, yeah, they're still two ahead of him yeah. that we didn't even get to. So, so now you you're saying... Like eight, nine. That the reason that is, is is not because he's bad. It's because how many tight ends are going to go in a draft, in a given draft to 10 people? How many... That that yeah. means like teams are I don't taking, think many go before he does. That Well, all I'm saying is that means that People are taking like two tight ends, or people are taking early tight ends. True, right. you're right. The difference for it's like, not an insult. Amount, I just no, think I that's where he'll go. Right. If people think of Darren Waller as between tight end seven and tight end nine, which is where Tom just reasonably ranked him, that's where he's going to go. And they're gonna sign and a I wide think receiver. We are gonna be banging the drum. Wait till the eighth round, and if Darren Waller is there, you better pick. He should him. be in the top five, in my opinion. Like, I think rounds. Right. No, the top five tight ends drafted okay. undoubtedly. I think he's a top but five. I guess, I guess five tight ends passes. don't go off in the first five rounds, though. Yeah. Yeah, but Ish. you're saying eight or nine? I think I think, I think he's at least six or seven. I mean, and now we're not that far apart. Yeah, yeah true. You're, at you're all. talking picks at that point. And they're going to sign a wide receiver that people are going to be like, oh, this is the number one guy. If he goes in that no range. Doubt. They need like goes, an alpha Antonio Brown type. If he go, <laughs> that'd be sick. If, they, if he goes <laughs> in that range where Evan Ingram went last year, I'm pretty yeah. excited. And yeah. I think that's reasonable. And I do think they go out. Because Evan Engram was kind of a guy that was like, he had a very wide 
uh, array of outcomes. Yeah, but a typically sat between right. like five and like yeah. eighth round. Well, number two, George Kittle, 180 points to Darren Waller's 176. He played. He missed two games with that ankle injury. Basically, had a fracture in his. He's still playing with it, as a matter of fact. But I mean, you know, Kittle, one of the plays of the year on that fourth down conversion against the Saints in that wild game. I mean, he didn't have like a super. Tom doesn't like him. Sexy season. <laughs> I mean, me. not at all, but at the end of the year, the he end, ended up there. And he um, cashed because he was being drafted as tight end, too. And I mean, that's exactly where he was. He had like. He only had, had five touchdowns. And right. he had the same amount of catches with 300 less yards than last Compa- year. Oh, wow. Compared I didn't know that. That's he bad. caught 85 passes for only 1053. Last year, he caught like 89 passes yeah. for like 1380. But he doesn't play two games. Yeah, missed two also games. Two so games. playing with an ankle injury for most of the season. Last year finishes with 214 um, half-point PPR points. This Would have been year, tight end one this year. This year, year 180. Yeah. 107 targets and, and with two missed. That's a really but good number. The good yeah. thing with George Kittle is next season he's going to have a lot of help around him. And he didn't start the season like that this year. Dante Pettis was a colossal bust for the 49ers, but Debo Samuel down the stretch of the season – Became one of, in my opinion, one right. of the more promising young receivers yeah. in the league. It's interesting. The Manuel Sanders trade was awesome for them. It's interesting. They get the at, running backs involved. At tight end, the more involved everyone else is, the more excited we are for the tight end. Like, yeah. We want that whole team around that tight end, that marquee tight end. and Because you want a linebacker to have to cover them. Right. Yeah. Or you want no that linebacker that's can cover small. Kittle. Yeah. Exactly. Yep. And so Kittle's prospects looking good. He'll be tight end too, I would think we'd agree. He'll be the second tight end off the board next year in drafts. I think that's fair. Yeah. Maybe Ertz. Yeah. I mean, if, maybe Waller. Yeah. No. I mean. <laughs> or Andrews. Maybe Andrews. You actually. could argue Andrews too. And I might Kittle. actually. Yeah. Uh, number one, believe it or not, I think this is the fourth straight year he's been tight end one. I it's Travis Kelsey. Uh, led tight ends in targets with 136, although there was only one ahead of Ertz, who missed week 17. 97 catches. He led tight ends and catches by seven. Again, Number two no. there uh, was Darren Waller. Led tight ends in yards with 1229. Two, uh, second there was also Darren Waller. Right. Kelsey's touchdowns, though, obviously, usually not that high. Five receiving. He also had a rushing touchdown against the Patriots. So he had six touchdowns on the yeah, year. Five less touchdowns He's than only, he had last year. He had 14 touchdowns last year? He had 10 or touchdowns 10? last year. Yeah, five. so he had That's six problem, with the rushing, though, like, though. So it's not that bad. Oh, right, right. Um, and he has been but tight end one. this is his one. range. Like, he's, he's, he's never going to give you that big number, it seems like. He's always going to cap out either at, you know, in that seven, eight, nine range. And, you know, he's going to be an early second Dude round pick probably. He's played all 16 games pretty much every year. Yeah, he's pretty rock, pretty rock solid. He's only point. missed one game, and he has in his career, and he has finished as a top, the top tight end four years in a row in PPR, probably yep. half point PPR as well. And yeah. I'm uh, looking at half PPR, yeah. And 2000, I just have PPR and standard. And then okay. in 2017, he was number two in standard, but he was no number one in PPR. Okay, so I mean, he'll be number one. I think we're all about to say we won't have him in a league next year. Because of how early he I goes. Love to annoy, He's on my dynasty team. I love but. to annoy the guy that drafts him and doesn't have enough running backs like first two, three weeks, though. Just like begging him to get <laughs> Travis Kelsey. Kelsey. Yeah. But it never works. No. <laughs> I've owned Travis Kelsey one time. And it was like I, it was like just the year that I was a year like I was a year ahead on Travis Kelsey. Yep. And yeah. then he really blew up. So he he actually ended up sitting on my bench the whole year because I had Gronk on that team too. So it was like yeah. tried to tra- I, try to trade him and couldn't. I've never had like I've never actually had a team with the full Travis Kelsey effect <laughs> just because he goes way too early. But right. like I said, I'm always in the trade market. My ears are always open for Travis Kelsey. He's, he's a wide receiver at that point. He's a wide receiver, but you know, being, not much to say. To I mean, he's he's gonna get a hundred catches wow. and yeah. Yeah, that's the nice thing. Yeah, it's nice. He doesn't need ten touchdowns if he has a hundred catches. Yeah, no yes. kidding. And he's uh, and he's he, yeah, he was year. at a hundred last year. He's yeah, at ninety seven yeah, this year. I yeah, mean, ninety seven this year. He's putting together one of the greatest careers in tight in the history of the position. Absolutely. Only problem is the beginning of his career is overshadowed by Gronk, and now like we could be seeing George Kittle coming up and taking the mantle from him. Uh, we we'll could see. see Darren Waller. I mean, this is Kelsey's you know, still a guy. Darren Waller keeps getting a lot of respect. We love Darren. I Waller, really liked bro. watching him towards the end of this season. Me too. I think he. I think he's going to be really good because I mean Gruden loves him, and the Raiders look pretty competent this year. Yeah, the but Chiefs yeah. suck and they hate Kelsey. They do. <laughs> All right, so let's uh, <laughs> let's talk about the uh, the wild card games. Obviously, you know you're going to be doing your your thing with uh, with with daily lineups. Um, 
you know, the first game is going to be Bills Texans on Saturday at four thirty. The Texans are doomed to play in this game for their entire franchise Cole history. Josh Allen, Cole Beasley, I think Josh, Josh Allen. Allen might be my quarterback this weekend. Yeah, pretty good matchup. I like that. Yeah. And, you know, Josh Allen will get you that 20. Yeah. Houston's been smooth sailing for opposing quarterbacks. Yeah, um, that's, why, that's why I say that. Too. Yeah. I mean, we've seen it with Tannehill. We know we can do it with Josh Allen. Josh yep. Allen goes out there, gets 20 points versus New and England. you look at the other matchups in the, the slate of games, yeah. I, I really do think that Josh Allen might be the best quarterback option. Yeah, I mean, and everyone else Drew Brees at home is going to be interesting in that late Sunday game, Didn't which we'll get play? to in a moment. Before this game, this I mean, John yeah. Brown, I would Saints play. killed him. I would play John Brown happily. Yeah, Cole absolutely. Beasley. I would also play happily, even though people play him like unhappily. Yeah, like, I mean, we'll get to Cole Beasley. I think in the in the wider Cole Beasley at least a little bit, but uh, and John Brown, who probably did make the top twenty. No, I, Texans I don't have didn't play the Bills yet this year. I thought. Oh, I thought played. you were talking about the Saints and the. No, uh, Vikings. I thought I thought they had already played, but no. uh, yeah, I'd, I'd rock Josh Allen still. Yeah. That's it. That's all I got for you. Really, yeah, I don't. I mean, I'm not really. You the know, Texans offense, you have no idea because we don't know if Will Fuller's For daily, I would fade Hopkins. I mean, right. the Bills have... He's going to get Trey White. Tre Davis White has let up. Fuller. Guess how many touchdowns Zero, this year? probably. Zero. Yep. Yeah. So. <laughs> Pretty good. Yeah, you, can't, you can't start Hopkins. Well, you can. You can, you can start him and maybe in a contrarian way. But, like, right. he's going to cost I mean, so much money. Right. Exactly. And, he's, and he plays well in the primetime games. He shut it out Amari Cooper for the most part in... In Thanksgiving, when yeah. he covered him, the I would Cowboys just say there's other guys the to play. There's other guys yeah. to play. Yeah, go there play are. for somebody else. Like, like how about AJ Brown against the against the Pats, which is the second game on Saturday? Well, is it the blueprints out on the how same... to beat Stephon Gilmore? Devontae <laughs> what, Parker, be Devontae it. Parker. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's that's his worst game of the year, actually, I'm, against I'm Devontae Parker for the big man, Derrick, Derrick Henry. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. The only way you go into New England. You and can't you stop w him in the playoffs. You can only hope to contain him. You yeah. got to pound that rock. Yep. You you need I want to see 35 totes yeah. for, for for the big man. He and needs they it. could get it. And he if he By does the way, get that, they're going to win this game. Derrick Henry for, is the second person ever to not lead the league in rushing until week 17 ended. Really? Barry Sanders did it in 1990. Barry Henry became the NFL's leading rusher in Week 17. Did not hold the title at any other point. We went to, Chubb uh, went nuclear. He did. When we went to Applebee's for the second half of uh, of the game, you went to the bees, huh? Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, man. It was good times. Good times at the bees. Always good times at the bees. But uh, we saw this dude full Titans gear, just yep. decked out. And once he crossed the, you know, he rips off a big run to get it. Dude was just pumped for yep. Derrick Henry, and so and so were we. Yeah. So we're so like across and the I bar, bet, like yeah. I had a bet going that he that Henry would score at any time in the game. I know, really sticking my neck out on that one. And me and this guy were both just like, give him the ball. Yeah, <laughs> come on. I'm, I'm throwing twenty bucks on that every game. Yeah. next year you're gonna Derek win Henry, more often than any, not. He had Derek sixteen Henry, touchdowns this touchdown year. Touchdown score, unbelievable. Stop him. Yeah, um, Patriots side though. It's no, Sony Michelle season. No. Yeah, it is. Pass. Good. Hard pass. I buy him in uh in daily. Burkhead. James White touchdown last week. James White touchdown last week. They have nobody else that Brady trusts anymore to throw to. Yep. Edelman doesn't look the same right now. Oh Edelman hurt, dude. Like legit hurt. Yeah. You could tell. He's saving it. Oh yeah. For yeah, this we'll game. We'll see. He's gonna go, for next year. He's gonna go bonkers. You, this is Sony Michelle season. James White plays in the Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> That's and true. That, was, that did prove out. I don't want to hear anything and about Burkhead the Patriots plays, not making the Super Bowl. And Burkhead plays week 16 and 17. Burkhead 16, 17. <laughs> Michelle, wild card round, <laughs> second round. James AFC White, Championship, Bowl. James White, Super Bowl. The blueprint has been laid out. That's true. That checks out. <laughs> uh, I think it's really interesting that they split the AFC and NFC into two different days. Um, just my opinion. But uh, I thought they normally did that. No, no. Nah, I, th I thought it was like, they. I thought they had one of each usually, but. Either way, uh, the first game, Eagles, Seahawks, uh, Chris Carson's out, right? So uh, beast mode time? Yeah. Might as well, how right? About that? Have how some fun with it. He'll probably that, be cheap. Uh, how about that screenshot bet I send you? Beast mode plus 280. For any time touchdown, touchdown score. score against the, the you knew 49ers. if they got it to the one, they were going to give him the ball. Exactly. And that's enough to make that odds worth it for anybody. I didn't yeah. even have the game on. Tom hits me with the text. Marshawn Tuddy. I'm like, woohoo, let's <laughs> yep. go, baby. Sean Tud. Which says a lot about Easy the fact money. that you didn't even have that game on. <laughs> Easy money. Easy money. You know, those games get a little too late for it me. It didn't matter. Sleepy. It just and didn't the game matter. It did not matter. Like, it was mattered for seeding, but fantasy wise, like. 
And the twenty it. bucks Marshawn Lynch won me. So there thank you, you Marshawn. Way to go, Marshawn. Welcome Marshawn. back to the I made a big bet Scott last week. Even on the day, I made a big bet last week. Lost. Didn't tell you guys. Oh, oh yeah. Robert Foster anytime touchdown scorer versus oh. the Jets. What was the? There odds? was only three wide receivers on healthy. The roster, I know. And, he was and then I put spread. I put the Jets with an alternate spread that was like unbeatable. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> the parlay was like sixty bucks to win like five hundred. Uh, wow. You, you were Didn't feeling win. froggy after One that target. cash out. Yeah. You deserve to throw a little coin after that. That's <laughs> yeah. great. That was a hell of a cash out. Yeah. Uh, for How the- about this cash out, by the way? Tom texts me, dude, I think I saved us some money. He cashed us out of our Deshaun Watson MVP bet. They gave us a $100 bet between us, 25 bucks back pretty much, or maybe a little less. <laughs> I was like, yeah, he didn't win, so I'll take that. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. He and hasn't then, been in the conversation for a month. Crazy. I didn't understand like what he had even said to me. I just didn't get how we could get money back for that. But I then I actually thought of him. I'm like, wait, hey, Tom, good, good looking out, Tom. Thanks, man. Way to be mean, quick on the, on the trigger. Way to go. Uh, anything on Seahawks Eagles, by the way, guys? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Robert Foster definitely going to score in this one. <laughs> if um, the Eagles played him, he would. Because that's I don't how. Know. I mean. I mean I think this is going to be a blowout. Seahawks? Yeah. Really? Yes. Seahawks are like kind of playing bad too. I'd like I like Metcalf in this spot. Yeah. And I like Metcalf for He next scored year, against man. them in the last I game. I was going to say played. they already played. Yep. Yeah. And he yeah. played and Metcalf played well. Boston Scott or he Miles played well Sanders? Last week too, Metcalf. Um, got to be Miles Sanders at this point. Maybe neither, right? Yeah. Maybe neither. I think probably. It's pretty neither. scary. Yeah. I mean, you said got to be Boston Scott? I do. No, I said got to be Miles Sanders. I would say got to be Boston Scott. Guy had three touchdowns last week. <laughs> Freaking legend. True. <laughs> so that's why Miles Sanders will score four this Boston week. Boston Scott. Pisters. Actually, Boston Scott. Pisters. No week seventeen. Can I be? Ago. Can I be it's extremely like, I annoying, back, boys? I think Jordan Howard's back. Oh, is he really? Oh, so God. you're I, not annoying. I'm not he going anywhere comes back. That. So I would say maybe just stay away. Head for the yeah. hills. Don't touch that. Maybe Sproles. If, he's retiring. <laughs> Believe it when I see it. We'll see. One more ride. <laughs> One last ride. Let's run it back. They're they're making another Bad Boys movie. Darren Sproles could easily come back. Uh, the Miracle of Minneapolis rematch between the Saints and Vikings. This one's in the Dome this time in New Orleans. I think this is a sacrificial ritual, and the Saints will be moving on. Uh, Michael Thomas has played like two games against Xavier Rhodes. Yeah, he has owned eat. him both times. Rhodes sucks. Eat. And Rhodes sucks now. Camara's uh, <laughs> coming on. You know, you got the Taysom Hill factor. Jared Cook catching tuds everywhere. Dalvin I think Cook? this offense is just operating too much, too well, to, for the Vikings to be able to keep up. Actually, with a bad Jared Cook matchup. Yeah, <clears throat> the Vikings have. Excuse me, Vikings have been really good against the tight end this yeah. year. So uh, I would probably look elsewhere. Except we know now that Jared Cook has been absolutely peppered. Yeah. So I'm not sure how elite of tight end options there are. Yeah. Otherwise, when you look at the slate. You're thinking, Are we sure he's been peppered, or was that he, a joke? He might be the highest yeah, price. Pretty, I mean, not peppered, but he's, 40 catches. Oh, yeah, but I, I mean. Know, but he's getting work. Over peppered right, is not the right word. Sure. He's been a uh, darling, let's call okay. it. Okay, that's fair. Because, like, what other tight end options are there this week? That's what I was going to say. The Bills have none. But he might be. It's like for that reason, Cook or Darren Fells. For that yeah. reason, he might be the most expensive one. He definitely he must is. be. Which, yeah. you know, you might not want to spend all that on tight end. Oh, Ertz and Goddard, too, yeah. yeah. probably Ertz and then. Cook and then got Jake it. Hollister for you. Yeah, I was thinking Jake Hollister. I love Hollister. <laughs> love him. All right, that'll do it. We'll see who's uh, taking on the divisional round. Uh, and meanwhile, we are also going to continue our discussion of the top 20 at each position. Next week, it's going to be quarterbacks. So uh, stay tuned for that. In the meantime, you can check us out on the internet. Uh, we're on Twitter at RutsFF. Scott's on Twitter at WagsFF. Tom's on Twitter at HillierFF. I'm also on Twitter at Y. So serious, we will see everybody next week. We're down to one episode a week. So don't expect us. Uh, well, obviously you didn't because we didn't post an episode on Tuesday this week. Uh, so we will see you guys next week. Divisional round preview. Top 20 quarterbacks. Fun stuff. Keep scoring. Hey, we were born to win.